This is Cami, And this is Madeline. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 24. You know, I'm a big recycler. Are you? Heck yeah. I recycle glass and cans and... No, no, no. I'm talking about content. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? This episode is brought to you by the Communities That Convert Facebook group. Come join us in our private group because it's the place where we continue the conversation from here. All you have to do is go to Facebook and look up Communities That Convert and look for the groups, or you can go directly there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Communities That Convert. And be sure to use our secret word, action. Yeah, action. In our last episode, we talked to Todd Giantasio about how to turn strangers into clients. That was episode number 23. Right. And today we're going to talk about content and how you can turn content that you've already created into completely new things and how you can recycle, repurpose, and reuse your content. I'm really excited about this episode. Me too. This is a really great stuff we're talking about today, Cami. And we do this stuff a lot. We are always reusing, recycling, and we love to help other people do the same because there's so much content that you could repurpose out there. And you know, I have a confession. I'm just a little bit lazy and I need to make sure that every piece of content that I create has a second life, a third life, a fourth life in order for me to have like a family life. <laughs> so, do you like that one? I like um, that. Yeah. So I have a bunch of content out there I call keystone content. And I have to be honest with you, in preparation for this episode, I went back and looked at blog posts that I've done. Like I've been blogging since 2005. So that's a long time. Yep. And I went to look back at just my vault of content that I have out there. And I was amazed to find some stuff in there that were just gems that needed to be resurfaced. And I thought, wow, we should really share this with our listeners. So Keystone content is what I like to call that the content that you spent a lot of time thinking about and working on and maybe even delivering um, either through social media, books, blogs, video, podcasts. What else can you think of? Oh, there's so much. I mean, webinars, speeches, presentations. There's so much content that we all put out, but we don't always think about recycling this. And there's uh this great video I watched last year from Charlene Johnson, who I just adore, and I know you do too. And she put out this video where she said, you could do a Facebook Live. It was when Facebook Live was a little new. You could do a Facebook Live, so basically a live stream video. Take that and chop it up, basically recycling pieces and have a year's worth of content. Like just taking pieces and putting it into, into social media, into a podcast, into so many different things. No, I totally watched that video too. And I loved that video from Shalene. And I remember when I was watching it, I was just shaking my head because yes, I totally agree with what she's done. And that included everything from like Instagram posts all the way down uh -huh. to 
your, your Twitter posts and tweets and, and everything. So, um, in that vein, we want to come up and tell you some of the ways that we've reused, recycled, and repurposed our content and how you can too. So take those speeches, webinars, even PowerPoint presentations that you made for a speech that you gave or even inside of your own office. So say you've never even created any kind of content online. There's tons of content inside of your own work products that you can pull out. And we do this all the time with clients, by the way, we go back and look and see what kinds of things they have in their vault. And we say, which ones of these things can we repurpose for social media? So insider tip, I use this with clients that pay me upwards of $5,000 to $10,000 a month. So take notes. Yes, definitely. And so what we're talking about today is reusing, recycling and repurposing content. There are so many ways you can reuse content across social media channels. I think it's really important to repost your content from your blog onto LinkedIn Pulse. I do this with all of my blog posts. Kami, what I do is I usually wait a few days or even a week. That's one way to keep Google happy. You want them to first index your blog and then give it a little bit of time before you then add like LinkedIn Pulse and Minch. Um, Medium. I like to also put put it up on Medium. And these are just great ways to reuse what you've already done. And what I always like to say, cast the wide net. Why not just cast a wide net, have as many eyeballs on your content as possible? Yeah, we used to call this syndication. So that's one of the best ways to reuse content that ever came across. So in the reuse category, syndication has always been a big deal. Now, you do have to worry about something crazy called canonical links, meaning that Google can ding you a little bit for your for your website if you don't say that it was published first on your website. So make sure you always link back and reference to where it was first published. There is a special link called a canonical link that works in many of the um, different platforms. I don't think it works in LinkedIn, but I don't believe that Google is right now really dinging people too hard for the LinkedIn content at the moment. So I would say that for right now, as we speak, we're here in 2018, January that seems to be working still really well. The second thing that I would do is to repost videos that you've put on YouTube directly into your Facebook. So not linking the video from YouTube because they won't show that, but taking the actual video and uploading it into Facebook. That can actually give you some really great reach for that video that lives beyond you know YouTube. Yeah, Facebook loves for you to do video natively. So that's a great point. So when you've got your video onto YouTube, just take an extra few minutes and upload that same video into your Facebook. You'll get lots of love from Facebook just for doing that. And, oh, then, and also not to interrupt uh-huh. you, but here's another thing about that, that I've heard people do. I haven't done this myself, but I do think it's possible. If you have a, a Facebook video sharing program, like, I don't know, I use blue jeans, for example, you can show your screen and stream your audio from your desktop into Facebook. So you can take that video, play it through on your desktop, play it through to Facebook and do it as a live Facebook live. So you can do that. Yeah. It's a little bit more technical. And I would go and Google that because I know a lot of people who are doing it say, how do I, you know, play a video I already have as Facebook live. And you'll get a lot of really great technical tips around that, but it is another way. I would test. I I wouldn't like, yeah, I would test it out make sure you get all the technicalities done properly. I think working with video is so important today. That's where everything has been going with Facebook. 
is really turning into a video platform. So, you know, take those YouTube videos, get it onto your Facebook. I think that's super smart. And I like to cut them up into pieces, you know, take little clips. You can take an audio out of it and put it all over the place. You can take a little clip that's the video and put it all over. There's and so that's more much of our recycling do. part and reusing. So we're yeah, going to be which, talking about that. Which Don't is where ahead. we're going to next, which yeah. is where we're going next. So recycling, ways you can recycle older content. I'm a huge fan of this. Absolutely. And before we get there, I wanted to say one, two more things, how we can reuse stuff. You can embed YouTube videos. You can do that into blog posts. That's cool too. And you can also embed Facebook videos into blog posts. And what's really cool about that is every time somebody plays that Facebook video, it actually counts on Facebook. Right. So, you know, for all those engagement scores, it actually brings that engagement up. And so those embedding those YouTube videos and those um, YouTube live videos and, and Facebook live videos are really important to get a little bit more engagement, especially on Facebook. I think that's so smart. That's such a great point, Kimmy, because I don't see that many people embedding their videos or even their posts from Facebook or YouTube onto their, well, you see them doing the YouTube to the blog post. You don't see it very often from Facebook to their blog post. And it is so simple because when you're on any post on Facebook, just do the little pull down menu and there will be where you can get the embed code. So, and you're, you're right. Like that will count towards your likes and your comments and everything. So super smart. Let's look at recycling. I love to recycle older content. That's something I'm very big on because a lot of what I do is evergreen. I know you do a lot of evergreen and I'm sure those of you listening, you have plenty of evergreen content. And if you're not sure, go back and look, go back to your blog. Kimmy, you've been blogging a long time. I started at blogger.com in 2000. I started blogging a really long time ago. And when I go way back and look at some of those posts, it was back when I was in the music business. Some of them are still relevant today. Some of them are just very generic, how to run your business and maybe some motivational stuff. So you could still take it and you can actually uh, not only recycle it, but you could refresh it. You could just give it new life. So I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. And I am too. And one of the things that I really like to do as well is if you don't want to just refresh it in place, which is one way to do it, you put a big update at the top and say how you've updated it, um, especially if it's getting traffic still. So you want to look on Google Analytics and see if your posts are getting traffic. And so one really cool way to do this is go to Google Analytics and check which posts are still getting a lot of traffic. And then you can go back and add these little refreshing updates to them. Also, if you want to write another post that's inspired by that, that's sort of newer and better, you can cross link those two posts. Like you go to the old one and say, see our newer, better, you know, since whatever the date is. And then they go to that post and they can read that. So you can actually drive like second page traffic to your new blog post, which is awesome because that also brings up your own stats, you know, for how how much time people spend on site, how many pages they visit, all that kind of stuff. And also, if there's no traffic on an old post, but maybe you still like them, you might want to refresh those as well. And even if you've never put them anywhere, so say you've written a report or a, a lead magnet or some other kind of thing, you can repurpose it now for all these other things as well. So look for content that you've written, not just online also, but you know, stuff that's in your hard drive that you've never, that's never seen the light of day, right. except for maybe in your office or, or to a client. And why not take that and repurpose it and recycle it and give it a new, 
facelift so that you can use it again. One of the things that I've been working on right now, Cami, uh, to recycle is I'm taking some of the presentations I've done in the last few years, primarily Twitter marketing type of content. And I'm using that content to help me create new courses. And when I go through these presentations, I'm finding that most of the material is perfect for the courses I want to teach. So I'm really just recycling the content. And I think that's one thing you can look at if you are wanting to put out online courses, go look at the presentations, make sure it's presentations that got great reviews, really resonated with people and uh, think about turning it into a course. That's a great idea. I love that idea. There's a couple of tools that I've also used to put together like an ebook, taking old blog posts and turning them into ebooks. One of those is called Designer. And Designer allows you to place the URL of each blog post into the uh, tool, and it will actually suck all the content into the tool and put it into a beautiful format that matches each other. So you can like link them all up. So say you did a series on measurement, which I have, by the way, social media measurement. And that's probably going to be one of my first things that I do this year is take all those old blog posts and suck them up into designer. And then I can make some changes there, edit it a little bit, send it to a copy editor. But what's really great about that is then it's all put together in a beautiful book style. Well, what's really great about designer at the pro level, which is a little bit more of a expensive product, although it's not very expensive in general, you can actually turn it into a Kindle book. It'll automatically turn it into a Kindle book for you and paginate it and do all the things that you need. So I'm excited about that using that designer as that. And I've also used it recently just to put together a couple of quick lead magnets. So you can quickly get those online. So if you're feeling like design is not your thing, something like designer or beacon buy, I've also used for the same kind of reason. It's a little bit more tricky than designer, but it does similar kinds of things. So and it is a bit cheaper. So I would say those two tools may be ones that you might want to try out if you're thinking, I'm never going to be able to get this all put together into something that's beautiful and works really well. Also, I have used Canva and used Canva to do like major graphics and then put those into a Word document and just kind of put the text around that. So there's a lot of ways that you can get this stuff into a format that's that kind of works online. Quickly. And I've used Beacon. Um, Beacon is really cool. So Beacon, B-E-A-C-O-N dot by, B-Y, a great tool that integrates with your WordPress and allows you to easily create these lead magnets just from your, you know, what you have in WordPress and your articles and, and blog posts. Super cool tool. So yeah, these are really great tips on recycling your older content The third one we want to look at is repurpose and repurposing is something that if you're not utilizing, you really should start doing it. Now we can look at taking quotes from long form content and repurposing that gifts from photos. I love gifts. I think gifts are are so great. Taking video clips from longer videos. I do this all the time, Kami. I will take a video that can be you know, anywhere from just a few minutes to 10 or 20. I'll take a presentation I've given where I have this long video. People don't always realize this. I'm going to give you a great pro tip here. You can take this video, put it into Instagram. In Instagram, you can have a video. And I'm not talking about Instagram stories, just your regular Instagram. You can have a, a video clip that's up to... I think it's two minutes. Does that sound right, Cami? It's two minutes long, I believe. Yeah, it's not. I, I'd have to look up exactly the, the number. Pretty sure but yes, it's, it's somewhere two. in that range. And with Twitter, it's two minutes and 20 seconds. 
So what I do is I'll have that long video, I'll pop it into Instagram, and then I can go in there and put a start and an end point and come up with a really great clip that I want to share. So another cool thing that I've done is, uh, here's an example. I was at a a local radio station and I did a Facebook Live while I was there. And I was there to give out tips talking about Twitter. So when I got back to the office, I took that entire video, I popped it into my Instagram, and I took just a one-minute clip out of that. It's really easy to do an Instagram. Try this sometime. Take one of your videos. And this is not Instagram stories. This is just regular Instagram. You can put a video in there. And try this out and take like a clip of something really awesome that you're sharing. And it was very well received, Cammie. Another thing that I love to do is take audio clips from the podcast. So what I've done with this podcast is I put it into it's a really cool tool I use called Wave and is W-A-A-V-E, wave.co is the web address. And it's so easy to use, Cami. You actually just pop in the audio. It can be your podcast. It can be any audio you have and you put an image to it. So I take like artwork or cover art for this podcast with a clip of us from the podcast and it makes for a great way to basically repurpose this audio information and put it out into social media. So I use that quite a bit. Wave.co, highly recommend. They have a free trial and then I'm paying like $7 a month. It is so worth it. I'm going to tell you, I love that Wave.co thing. It's so fun. I love that so much. In fact, uh, one of our listeners and also fellow podcaster, Alan, just put one out about on his podcast, because I was on his podcast. You were too, right? So did he do one of those for you? He did one of these wave.co things. So cool. I mean, really, it gives people a little taste of what they're going to get if they listen to the whole podcast. I love it. It's such a great idea. And I guess you could use it for a lot of other things too, like um, Uh a video clip or, you know, the, the, the audio behind the video clip just to get people kind of interested. I love it. I think um, what makes it cool with, with using this for the audio is that, it, you know, the whole point is that it gives you the waveform. So like, you know, where, where somebody's talking is kind of doing those lines or, or, you know, and, and where it goes up when they're talking and low when they're not. And it's just really neat to look at. I'll be sure that to put one, we'll embed one up in the show notes for people to go take a look at. That's a great idea. Let's do that. The other thing that you mentioned was quotes from long content. One of the things that I've done before is put together a quick book with something called ahathat.com, which is an online bookmaking platform that's run by a guy I know that I really like named Mitchell Levy, a good friend of mine. And we put together that entire book just by going back and he listened to a whole bunch of my other old speeches, things I did like publicly, and they pulled things that I said out from that. And then that became the book really, really cool, you know, just little Twitter size quotes. And then you can share those quotes out. So I've seen those come up everywhere. People are always like putting those quotes up everywhere and linking back to me. So it's a really great way to get content out there. And you can actually just chop it up also and use it in your own social media. So I've really thought that was a really great way to get a, a very quick, long read book even that was, you know, you could be scannable with just stuff that you've already said and stuff you've already done. I loved it. And I hear something cool that relates to that. So, you know, I host the social ROI chat and you've been a guest on there before. It is uh, presented by Manage Flitter and Manage Flitter is doing something really cool. We just celebrated the one year anniversary this past week. And what they decided to do is they are taking 
some of the top tweets from the chat, from the Twitter chat, and they're creating a book out of this. So what they're doing, they're creating an ebook initially. And then Kevin Garber, the CEO of Managed Flitter, even said, we did a big live stream last week to celebrate the one year anniversary. He said that they may even make it into a hard copy book and that it could be something you could give to customers, you know, give to clients, which I think is super cool. And it's just going to be filled with like the best tweets we've had on the chat talking about social media. So I think that's a neat way to re, I mean, how do you repurpose a Twitter chat? Well, we do recaps. So that's one way, but to go and create a book, I have never seen that done. So I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Well, I love that idea. And I've actually seen other people do it too, um, which is great, but that hardcover idea is great. I mean, they reached out to me as well about one of my, one of my tweets from that. Uh So I was really excited about that. That's really cool that they're going to do that. And that kind of brings me to another idea that we had, which was cheat sheets from courses. And you've done a lot of courses, but Uh I also think PowerPoint presentations and when you go and give a presentation somewhere work really well for this too. And we already talked about this a little bit before, but putting together a one page PDF cheat sheet from those kinds of courses and, and so on. Number one, it can build your email list, which we've talked about a lot. Um, You can go back and watch or listen watch and listen, I guess someday we might (laughs) let you watch because we do have the video, by the way, it's in the vault of our podcast, but we've done an one on email and the back issues. And I will link to it in the bottom here in the show notes, which one that was, but also it can just really quickly get out another piece of content that honestly, you've already created. Why not? And you can use again, designer or beacon buy to put that together really quickly. Definitely. I have taken like to do less and put that into an online course to do list that I've shared, but then like, Hey, let me put this in my online course. So it can go both ways, right? You can take things from your courses and create free webinars from that, which is repurposing. It can go around. It's basically like a full circle thing. I think. No, I totally agree. And one of the things I've been doing lately, by the way, this is also a little insider tip is every time that I'm doing something that I find that other people might want to know about, like if they want to know how to put together a funnel or they want to know how to do something. I've started to just write out checklists. Like this is what I did first, then this, then this, then this, then this. And I'm keeping them in a file, like a little file and labeling them. And then later I'm going to go back and say, Hey, maybe I can make a video out of this. Maybe we can make a podcast out of this. Maybe we can do whatever. So it's sort of my idea file. So anytime you're doing something that you're thinking that other people have asked you about how do you do this? Or how do you do that? Or maybe it's even things that you think everybody should know how to do. But guess what? They don't know how to do them. You know how to do them. Why not make yourself a little checklist of what you just did? And then guess what? You can take that as an outline for a blog post, a video, a check, you can just take it as a checklist, throw it up in beacon by or in um, designer, and all of a sudden, boom, you have a lead magnet. There's a lot of ways that you can do this just in your daily work that save you tons of time. So all of those blog posts, webinars, podcasts, courses, et cetera, just always be thinking about how you can use it in other places. I totally agree. We shared a lot here, Cami. I think we gave out some fantastic ideas for everybody here listening to reuse, recycle and repurpose your content. And we have a call to action for the action takers. Of course we do. Of course we do. We always have a call to action. And I am so excited because one of our Facebook group members, he put up a video inside the Facebook group with what he did last week to take action. I was so excited about that because I know other people learned a lot from him 
So if you guys want to learn a lot about things like that, make sure you also join our Facebook group. Um, we do have that in our show notes as well, how you can get there, but it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash communities that convert. But here is what your call to action is. Should you choose to accept it? And that is, can you tell us? Drum roll. Let's do a drum oh, roll. Yeah. Okay. Let's find a place. <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if people can hear it. Drum roll. Choose one piece of content that you already have created. And we've given out so many examples of this. So it could be a blog post. It could be a report, a PowerPoint, keynote presentation, something, and create one other piece of content by reusing, recycling, or repurposing it. And we want you to share it with us in the group. Absolutely. And being green is not mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) Although I'm kind of (laughs) green. We hope to see you guys next week. We have a really great episode coming up for you. And we are excited for you guys to come join us in our group. There's so much going on. Please don't get left behind. This is 2018. We want you to come along with us. We want to get to know you personally. We're really excited to get to know every single one of you and see how we can help you out. Yeah. Thanks for listening so much. We'll, we'll see you again next week. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know, you can connect with us on our website at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami, her Twitter handle is at CamiChat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.